of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupong. Be blessed as you listen. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for this gathering. Because it's unto no other name but unto the name of Jesus. Your word says, wherever two or three are gathered in his name, he is there in the abyss. Father, as I'm about to speak your word, may I not speak of my own accord. But may I speak as you grant me utterance by virtue of the fact that I'm a blood-born citizen of the kingdom of God. I take authority in the realm of the spirit. And I declare a supernatural injunction on any activity of the enemy in this place. We declare this place and the hearts and the minds of the people of God sanctified and made ready for them to have an encounter with their Father this morning. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' most excellent name, I we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord as you take your seats. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. We bless God for this morning. Amen. How many of you are happy to be in church on a Sunday morning like this? How many of you are excited to be fasting on a Sunday morning like this? Hallelujah. We thank God. We thank God. I see victory ahead of you. Oh, only the Christians responded. I said, I see victory ahead of you. And to commemorate this victory, I want you to just laugh at the devil. Just laugh at the devil. The harder your laugh, the bigger your victory. Just laugh at the devil. Laugh at that loser. Laugh at that defeated and and disgraced Lucifer. Hallelujah. Our God is a God of victories. And whatever challenge is ahead of you, victory shall be your portion in the name of Jesus. All right. So this morning, I'll share the word of God with you briefly. And then we'll pray. Amen. Yeah, we are in a time of fasting and praying. So we must pray. Hallelujah. How many of you agree that it gets to a time when you feel like your fire is down? How many of you have been there before? Or maybe you even feel like you are there now. How many of you feel like you are there now? Your fire is not what it's supposed to be. Uh, Well, be there and pretend like everything is okay. And engage in the brass syndrome. <laughs> yeah, people are operating on half clutch. It's like they are not firing on the full cylinders. But I'm trusting God that after today, you begin to fire on all your cylinders. Hallelujah. Begin to fire on all your cylinders. Because it gets to a time when fire levels are low. And some people are completely fireless. It's like the fire has been quenched. Totally. It's gone. But today God will restore your fire. Hallelujah. That is one of the prayers we are going to pray. And when you are praying that prayer, I saw a vision before I came. I saw a number of angels. And they were holding what looked like giant candles with flames on them. And I believe they are ready to start igniting people hallelujah after tonight some passion will be generated in your spirit like never before amen god himself is going to touch you and reactivate your passion for the things of god 
Let's look at Matthew chapter 3, verse 11. And this is John the Baptist speaking. Matthew chapter 3, verse 11. It says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. He says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Hallelujah. This morning, I want to exhort you on what I've entitled Holy Fire. Somebody say Holy Fire. Somebody say Holy Fire. Today, I'm here as a revivalist. Hallelujah. Yeah. Revivalist, we rebuke. We inspire, we stir up. So this one, I'm going to do all of them. Amen. When when the rebuke comes to receive the word with a lot of him. Amen. Aha. That is how good Christians behave. Receive the word with excitement. Holy fire. Somebody say holy fire. So this is John the Baptist saying. And he was talking about Jesus. And he said, he, John the Baptist... He baptizes with water unto repentance. But there was somebody who was going to come after him, who is mightier than him, who will baptize with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Everybody say fire. Say the Holy Ghost. Say the Holy Ghost. Oh, is it because you are fasting or you are hungry or you are in the spirit? Say the Holy Ghost and with fire. Hallelujah. Now, I find this sentence very interesting. And it tells me that being baptized with the Holy Ghost is different from being baptized with fire. Because if the two were the same, he would have said, there is one coming after me who is mightier than I, who will baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And he would have left it that way. Or he would have said, he will baptize you with fire. And he would have left it that way. But he said, he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. That means you can be there as a Christian. You have the Holy Ghost all right but your fire is down or your fire has been quenched. But today, if your fire is down and your fire has been quenched, my prayer for you is that God will reignite a certain fire. God will reignite a certain passion. God will reignite a certain seal in you. If you believe that is your portion, shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So what does fire represent? Fire represents passion. Somebody say passion. Fire represents zeal. Somebody say zeal. There are times you are there, you realize your passion for the things of God is not as it used to be. The passion with which you used to come to church, the excitement with which you used to come to church, the excitement with which you used to serve in the house of God is not the same. For some people, the passion hasn't even been there for them to even serve in the first place. Hallelujah. You realize your passion is not the same. Your zeal is not the same. Sometimes you come to church and, and you can't even flow with the worship. You can't flow with the praise. It's like there is a certain heaviness upon you. The Bible talks about the spirit of heaviness and it is an actual spirit that attacks believers. But thank God he said for the spirit of heaviness you receive the garments of praise. And today we rebuke every spirit of heaviness and receive the garments of praise. We receive the, the lightness and, and, and the freedom to worship God and to praise God and to serve God the way you are supposed to serve God. Look that thing calls the spirit of heaviness. 
it makes it difficult for you to wake up on Sunday morning to come to church. And even when you come, lifting up your hands is difficult. Getting your heart to connect with the praise is difficult. Getting your heart to connect with the worship is difficult. And so worshiping God and serving God becomes like a chore. It becomes difficult. But you see, when the fire is there, you don't need any prompting. Have you seen somebody who has been set on fire? Somebody that petrol has been poured on him and has been set on fire. Who is sitting down dull before? No, it is impossible. The first thing you do when you are set on fire is that you begin to run. Hallelujah. And I pray that if you are sitting in your Christian life, if you are stagnant in your Christian life, today after the injection of the fire of the Holy Ghost, you begin to run, you begin to leap, you begin to jump, you begin to mobilize, and if you believe that is your portion, shout Amen! When you are dull in the spirit, what it means is that your fire is down. The devil has brought some wind and has quenched your fire. Sometimes it's the cares of this world. Work, school. We get so engrossed in so many things and we forget the most important thing. And so that passion, that fire, that zeal, that desire that we used to have. You see, you are struggling to pray on your own because the fire is not there. If the fire is there, nobody will prompt you to pray. Nobody will, will, will have to send you a text message. Have you done your quiet time today? You don't even need a meeting like this for you to be stirred up unto prayer because you come carrying your own fire already. And I pray that after today, that will be your portion. That wherever you go, you carry your own fire. The worship leader can be as bad as whatever, but because you are carrying your own fire and you are coming with your own worship, you flow in the worship, you flow in the prayer, you flow in the word. Somebody must carry their own fire. Tell somebody you must carry your own fire. Tell another person you must carry your own fire. Tell somebody else you must carry your own fire. We become too dependent on other people's fire. So we criticize the worship person that, oh, today, yeah, your worship wasn't on point. Or, oh, the, the sound wasn't good, so the service was some way. People meet on parks where there are no drums, where there are no microphones or megaphones, where there are no guitars and organs, but they still have encounters with God that people with mighty cathedrals can only dream about. It is all about the people carrying their own fire. And I pray that God will ignite a certain fire in you today. God will ignite a certain zeal in you today. God will ignite a certain passion. That's why I like how Dr. Stephen started the worship. Draw me close to you. You are all I want. That is the place we must come to as believers. Where God is all that we want. You see, we must be wise enough to realize that when we have God, everything else can follow. Everything is in God. The prosperity is in God. The passing of your exams is in God. Everything is in God. When you have God, every other thing follows. That's why the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will do the, the desires of your heart. Delight yourself in God. Have a personal relationship with God. Enjoy the presence of God. If you have lost your enjoyment of the presence of God after the prayers today, may that zeal and that, that enjoyment come back. 
your, your sensitivity to the presence of God. Some people have lost sensitivity to the presence of God. When they say God is here, God is moving, you are wondering, ah, I can't feel anything. But today, let some fire be lit upon your head. Let some fire enter your spirit. Let some fire enter your soul. Let some fire move into your limbs and cause you to begin to run in the spirit again in the name of Jesus. I baptize you with water unto repentance but he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire you see when you are on fire eh, you are very spontaneous with things you don't need cajoling you are spontaneous you don't need prompting I've said it over and over again that every correct believer you must pray at least how many hours a day at the very least at the very least when the fire is there this thing will not be difficult you are struggling because there is no flame there is no fire but today receive fire in the name of Jesus you see every time I say receive fire matches are being lit flames are being lit your life is being set on fire. Your prayer life is being set on fire. Your word study life is being set on fire. Your passion for souls is being set on fire. And you realize that after today, something would have changed. When you have the fire, you are spontaneous. You don't need to be pushed. You don't even need to be reminded. your service in the house of God when you are passionate when you are zealous you look out for problems and solve them you don't need to be prompted that hey this is this or this is that it's because you are passionate you are zealous in the book of Numbers some people were misbehaving in the presence of God sexually and the Bible said there was a, a guy called Phinehas. He took a sword and pinned the two of them who were misbehaving and disrespecting God. Nobody sent him to do it, but he saw something that angered his spirit. I'm not saying be violent in the house of God. I'm not saying go and take a sword and kill people. What I'm saying is that when you see something that is not right somewhere, take the initiative to try to solve it. It is a sign that you are zealous. Hallelujah. Jesus went into the temple and saw that the people were doing business in the temple. He took a whip and said, I will lash you. He beat them. And the Bible said what? The zeal of the house of the Lord consumes him. May you be consumed by the zeal of the house of the Lord. Because you see, when you have the zeal of the house of the Lord, you will serve in the house of God. You will serve. The zeal of the house of the Lord. That is why I have a lot of respect for those who come here to come and pack this place. I'll continue to praise them. Hallelujah. You know, some of these things, they are not ministries that are written in the Bible. Have you seen ministry of carrying speakers? Which scripture says that? The ministry of laying carpets. That there are people who are specially gifted and anointed to lay carpets. Everybody can lay carpets. Once you have a sound mind, and you have energy you can lay up it is not a calling it is not a special ministry 
it takes people with passion and people with zeal to identify that there is a need and I want to make myself available to solve it. Look, setting this place up is not a joke. It can take three, sometimes four, sometimes five hours. I come here on Saturdays not because I have to come. Just so my presence lends support to those who are doing it and to encourage them that you are doing something that is significant in the house of God. Not because anybody will take a care and say, Pastor, why didn't you come here? In fact, in most places, the head pastor is not even supposed to be doing such things. But if I come and I don't even lift a chair with them, my presence alone tells them that we are encouraged by your presence. Hallelujah. These people, after church, when everybody is gone, it takes another two, three hours to set this place down and to take the things to the church office to go and arrange there again. So most of the time, they get home like four. When everybody has left here, 11, 12, 1, they get home three, four. Those days when they used to come and pack the things in my house, sometimes even close to five o'clock, sweating. But you can see they still have joy in their heart because it is a passion, it is a zeal. It is the, the, the zeal of the house of the Lord that has consumed them. Me, you see, the things that impress me in ministry, eh, they may not be the things you think impress me. Oh no, it's, it's not the flashy thing so. It's not the flashy things that impress me in ministry. It is things like this. Because nobody pays them a dime for doing it. It is not even written in the Bible. But it's because of passion. Because of zeal. When you have fire and you are late to church, you don't cut walk. As if you are having a photo shoot. As if cameramen are, you know, this is in, you are stand by your own glory. Your own glory stands you like you are shocked at your own glory. You know, sometimes when you watch people walking into church. I mean, when I sit here, I watch things. So I see things here and I see things in the spirit as well. The glass here, I can see everything. See people walking very majestically, feeling very, you know, meanwhile, you are late. 30 minutes late, 40 minutes late. No, 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 when you are fire, you won't do that. You literally run to church. When you have fire, even if the van leaves you, you won't say, ah, the van has left me, so I won't come to church. You will use leg bands. Walk and come, even if you don't have money. When people become born again fresh like that, I've heard stories of people walking kilometers. Somebody said he used to walk from Kolebu to Teshi Nungwa for a prayer meeting and back. No money in his pocket. But he comes back with joy in his heart and his spirit filled with, with power and life. That is passion. Believers of today, we have become too lazy. We have become too dependent. We need to learn to dig wells for ourselves. We always want others to go and dig the well. Oh, pray for me. Oh. 
Most of the time when you say that, they say, who can say me? <laughs> me that I also have my burdens and this and that. You to pray for yourself. Hallelujah. Pray for yourself and that person to add their own little one. Nobody can be more passionate than you about your own situation. That situation of pocketitis. Chronic pocketitis. It goes and comes. It never seems to get healed. You know how many people you owe. And because of that, you are changing your phone number all the time. Every time they say this number is out of coverage area. Because you owe people. If you come and tell me that I will sympathize and empathize to a point. But I won't feel what you are feeling. Because I'm not in your shoes. People must learn to dig wells for themselves. Hallelujah. People must learn to seek God for themselves. People must learn to seek the face of God for themselves. Christians of today, we want the hand of God. We want God's hand to move. We want the miracles. We want the signs. We want the wonders. But we don't want his face. We don't want the face of God. But ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. There is a reason why when you are making an identity card, they use your face as an identification. Have you gone for passport and they'll say, do this, let's take a picture of your hand. And the picture in the passport is your hand, like that. There's a reason we use the face. Because it's easy to duplicate a hand. The devil can duplicate the hand of God very easily. But the face of God, it is impossible for the devil to duplicate it. And ladies and gentlemen, when you seek the face and you find the face, the hand will follow. The hand will follow. You are looking for the hand. And people are being exposed to all kinds of strange fire. You know what strange fire is? The things people are doing nowadays. You watch pastors who say, bring a picture of a dead person. And I'll tell you what killed the person. They'll go to the corner of the church and they say they are speaking to the spirit of the dead person. Necromancy, which the Bible has clearly condemned. But people are excited by these things because they are looking for a hand. And fake hands are being given to them. Corrupted hands are being given to them. Corrupted hands are being laid upon people. All because we don't want to seek the face of God for ourselves. But I pray that a certain passion will rise up in you. A certain, a certain desire will rise up in you. Where you will seek God for yourself. You will enjoy the place of prayer. Some of you, five minutes prayer. No, you are looking at your watch. When you are in your room praying. It's easy when we are all here and we are all firing. Some of you, I was watching you during the evening prayer meetings. When the prayer people switch into the rhythmic prayers, some people are confused. It's because you don't come for hour of travel and you don't stay for hot after hot. Where after we've all done the two hours, we go an extra three hours. When you come for these things, these things will not be strange for you. Won't be strange for you at all. So by the time we are done five hours prayer straight, you leave the place with your lungs open and your spirit open. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you see, we, we don't want to exert ourselves. 
We don't want to exert. We will exert ourselves at work. We will exert ourselves in school. But when it comes to God, we are just pure lazy. Pure lazy. That is because the fire is not there. But today, God is going to ignite the fire. Hallelujah. He will ignite the fire. Sometimes when it comes to coming to church, people feel they are doing the pastor a favor by coming to church. Me, I'm not that kind of pastor that is moved by crowd. When the crowd is big, it's good. Oh, it's, not, it's good. It's good. But that is not the most important thing to me at all. I can have 10 people here and I'll preach like I'm preaching at Accra Sports Stadium. I, I'm not moved by crowd. I'm not moved. It is for your own good. That is why we keep hammering. Be consistent. Be consistent. Be consistent. But it's like, oh, we are doing somebody a favor. We are doing somebody a favor. That's why when the van leaves you, you say, okay, then I'm not coming to church. It's a favor. But we are repenting in Jesus' name. Oh, we are carrying our own fire in the name of Jesus. We are carrying our own zeal and our own passion in the name of Jesus. Struggling with personal prayer life. You decide I'll pray for 30 minutes. You pray, ah. You check the watch and it's just four minutes. It's like, ah. Just four minutes. How? It's a sign that the fire is not there. Because when the fire is there, you lose consciousness of time. The time even seems to run faster than it's supposed to. It's like time just flies like that. When the fire is there. But there's no flame. So the prayer is a struggle. But the fire is going to come. Hallelujah. The Lord is going to light a fire in your spirit. Hallelujah. And see some of us, the fire is gone because we have too many fire extinguishers around us. See fire extinguishers. Mm. Some human beings themselves are fire extinguishers. Mobile fire extinguishers. Walking fire extinguishers. You see, anytime you wear a very, very short skirt, you are a fire extinguisher to somebody. Anytime you wear low and behold, you are a fire extinguisher unto somebody. Somebody sees you in the fire. It's like they take water and then, you know when the water touches the fire? You kill the fire like that. Fire extinguishers. Some of your friends are fire extinguishers. Those boys who text you only at 12.05 a.m. Throughout the day, they never mind you. In the night, in the cool of the night, when the moon is out and the stars are twinkling. Hi, babe. Then you start getting confused. Hey, am I fasting? Am I fasting? Are we fasting? Say fire extinguishers. But today we sack every fire extinguisher from your life in the name of Jesus. Some of them, they are fire extinguishers, but you don't see them aside. May God open your eyes to see that they are actually fire extinguishers. In Ghana, fire extinguishers are red, eh? Red! With a black nose. It even sounds devilish already. <laughs> fire extinguishers. Some of the things you watch, they are fire extinguishers. Hallelujah. I'm expecting a response. I say, Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. 
some of the things you watch that website www.something something something dot something some people if you decide to use their phone to access some website if you type the www they'll give you a suggestion there is a suggestion waiting for you and when you look at the name of the website I realize that it is a fire extinguisher may the Lord give you the grace hallelujah I said, may the Lord give you the grace. That's the things you watch. They kill your fire. Some of the series. The content may not be bad though, but it takes all your time. You get so engrossed in it. If you could get excited about the series that I preach. Like the way I did an 18-part series on the church. And you can get excited about it like that. God will bless you. Uh, by the time you're in the middle of season one, you are looking for season two. Because you're excited. You wake up in the morning. No, Charlie. Series. And you discuss it with passion. When I preach series here, do you discuss it with your friends with that much passion? did a series on unclean spirits witchcraft did you go and talk about witchcraft with your friend that there's a fleshly part of witchcraft when you are manipulative when you are dominating it is witchcraft you will not share that one with anybody but oh hey Charlie Game of Thrones the last one the Charlie he make a ball ah, that guy how you go feed that how you go feed that I should be worried about somebody's death the Jesus Christ we are worshiping died for you 2,000 years ago. Somebody's death shouldn't matter to you anymore. Hallelujah. Series. Fire extinguishers. Sometimes you can even have fire extinguishers in church. Mm -hmm. There are fire extinguishers in church. Oh. Ah. We don't have some here. I, I said we don't have some here. Hallelujah. Oh, the fire extinguishers. There are no fire extinguishers. One pastor friend I was talking to, she was like, there's this lady in the church. All the gentlemen are complaining. It's like when she comes to church and she sits around them, they can't concentrate. They can't concentrate. And the pastor noticed that after church, when they say give people hug all the gentlemen go in the direction or call you hug fire extinguisher but you see if you're a lady and you are attracting a lot of attention from men you shouldn't be too excited look at the caliber of the men that are attracted to you and that is what should determine whether you should be happy or not because as far as I'm concerned, with men, there are two categories. We have the eagles and we have the vultures. See, vultures. And the vultures will go where the carcass is. 
the eagles will go where the fresh meat is so if you are attracting vultures then it means you are rotten meat don't be too excited with yourself oh Charlie I'm a hot cake man I'm hot I'm, hot. I'm a hot cake I'm hot happy with yourself meanwhile it's vultures why is it all the guys that come to like you have earrings why is it all of them their jeans is lying in the middle of their gluteus maximus they are walking like you know the wind is blowing them in some way and you're excited I'm a hot cake you are hot at your mom. <laughs> you are just rotting meat that vultures are attracted to. But you see, if all the guys that are coming are spirit-filled guys, people with a vision in life, I'm talking about the eagles now, people who are not interested in your body, people will not come and say, let's go to the corner. And let me examine you. <laughs> but rather, we say, let me call you and let us pray together on the phone. Those are eagles. People who are going somewhere, not vultures, who just give you nice, sweet words. And you ask, oh, what a guy, what a guy. And some of the vultures, they like Christian ladies. Even though you are not rotten, they, they want Christian ladies. And so they learn to talk like eagles. They know the eagle lexicon. They know the terminologies. They know all the spiritual jargons. So they'll come and give you the impression that, you know, I'm trying to take your phone number. I was reading the book of Numbers and I realized yours was not in it. Can I have your number? Ay, ay, my God! What a punchline! And your knees become weak. May your knees be strengthened in the name of Jesus. Somebody say fire extinguishers. some people they are experts at flowing women I'm, I'm telling you the truth I'm telling you the truth they know your type they've dealt with people like you so they know which formula to use that is why the Christian brothers do you have to up your game hallelujah Re receive the grace to up your game we are losing too many of the sisters to these vultures Amalekites, all because Omanu is dead. Sweet words. Look, I've dealt with a lot of Christian sisters. Like, I'm not talking spirit-filled Christians, though. But you can see some guy is confusing her. Some guy is confusing her. If 
you are in that position, may the Lord help you in the name of Jesus. God give you strength. One of them came and like, the Christian brothers are there, but there is this guy. I don't know why. I don't know. I know it is wrong. I'm not supposed to like him, but there is just something about him. There's just something. An expert Amalekite. There is just something. I, I can't put a finger on it. There's just something. I'm always thinking about him. I, when I take my phone, no, I, I, I want to check whether he has sent me a WhatsApp message. Anybody in such a situation, we, we use the fire of God to bring a separation between you and that fire extinguisher in the name of Jesus. Say fire extinguishers. In fact, if I say I'll talk about fire extinguishers, we won't finish today. We'll not finish today. Some of the friends you have around you, they are fire extinguishers. Because they never encourage you where the things of God are concerned. Always putting pressure on you to get the latest phone. So some people, as a result of peer pressure, whatever they have to do, including going to buy a fake one, just so that they can belong, and also flex that Charlie. Me too. I have some. Some friends, you see, it's okay for friends to gossip once in a while. Say once in a while. Once in a while, it's okay. It's called news update. Just get the news update and leave it there. But when you start dissecting the news and adding pepper to it and adding garlic to it and, you know, mixing it and now propagating the new formula that you have created, which is different from the original news update, that one is a problem. You are introducing your own recipe. Some people, when they meet, they will talk about people, son. This guy and this person, hey, and this person, and this person, why is it keeping too long in proposing to her? He should hurry up and say it. Uh, ah, and what, and this, and this, and say, F.A. Hobing. F.A. Hobing. And this people, the way they are closed, they should hurry up and start going out. They should hurry up and start going out. The spirit of gossip. Some people check, don't join any cool. Mako, don't join. Mako, don't join. Nyum Tuko, don't join. The only one they join is cool. Isn't that a word for gossip in G? In it is a committee. <laughs> that is their ministry. Ministry of Inseko. May you be delivered from that ministry in the name of Jesus. Fire extinguishers. You know, gossip can tear a church apart. Gossip. And I heard this person told me this, and this person told me that, and this person told me it can bring offense, bring bitterness. If you are somebody who gossips and you are an easy tool in the hands of the devil, I'm telling you. 
And if you are someone who can't control your tongue, your mouth, you are an easy tool. Like Satan can just enter you at any time and use you to cause any kind of confusion. He'll just leave you like that. There are Christians who are being used by Satan, but they don't know. And most of the time, he plays on your weakness. He looks at a certain characteristic that you have. And he uses you to accomplish a particular task. When Satan wanted something to use to deceive Adam and Eve, he didn't go for the lion because that assignment didn't require brute strength. He didn't go for the eagle because it wasn't something that required vision. He didn't go for the cheetah because it wasn't an assignment that required speed. It required being 419, being cunning. And so the Bible said the serpent was the most cunning of all the animals. So he looks at your weaknesses. He looks at your characteristics. So when he wants to do something, you are the one he will come to. So if you are somebody, you talk by heart, you gossip a lot, and he wants to spread a lie about somebody. He just looks for you and entices you to do what he wants you to do. But may you not be a tool in the hands of the devil. Hallelujah. May you not be a tool in the hands of the devil. You can have spirit-filled people, but Satan is using them. They are employees of Satan, but they are not on his payroll. He's using them. Using them. But I pray that God will ignite some fire in your heart today. That prayer life that is dying, may it receive fire today in the name of Jesus. One sign to that you don't have fire is when you don't have any zeal to talk to anybody about Christ. To somebody about Christ. No, when you are a Christian and you are like that, there is something fundamentally wrong with you. One pastor said, even if you can't preach to the person, invite the person to the church, the pastor will preach. And the person will repent. But it's like, it never, for some people, it never occurs to them. It's like, okay, I'm going to church. That is fine with me. But to go to that extra mile, oh, this friend of yours, the person doesn't really go to church, doesn't have any stable place to go, or the person doesn't even go to church at all. The person is not even born again. To say, let's go to church. Or let me preach Christ to you. It's a sign that your fire has not reached where it's supposed to reach. Some people, they say it's shyness. But most of the time, should I tell you what the problem is? Most of the time, the problem is that you haven't removed your face <laughs> to let the people around you know that this is what I believe in. I'm a child of God. I am born again. I am spirit filled. A lot of people are living double lives. Some people know you as this. Others know you as that. Depending on who you are, a certain different personality takes over. All right, you are with boys, boys. It's different too. You talk all the filthy jokes, laugh at the filthy jokes, crack some of the filthy jokes yourself. Girls come and pass, hey, Charlie, make it see on the way the body they shake, Charlie, this one, yeah, Charlie. And when you are with the believers too, you can talk the spiritual jargons, you can pray, probably even pray, redemic prayer, So you are living in a world of duality. And I dare say a lot of believers, probably majority of believers, are in that category. You can flow with the unbelievers. Flow with their jokes. Even sing their songs. Even recommend to them. Charlie, this song you hear, Charlie, make you go try. They jump rough. 
you know the Donny McLeckins, you know the Joe Metals, you can sing from A to Z. It is called the spirit of duality. And that was what Samson was suffering from. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you will be delivered from that spirit of duality. Where one moment Samson was filled with the Holy Ghost and he was taking the jawbone of an ass and slaying 1,000 men. And the next moment he was in Gaza sleeping with a harlot. It's the spirit of duality. Two faces. You are neither hot nor cold. You can flow with the hot people and flow with the cold people. And that is the reason most people can't come out to evangelize to people. That's why most people can't come out and say, oh, I'm inviting you to church. Come, come, come and listen to the word of God. It's because when you are with those people, you are a different person. You can drink together. You can do all sorts of things together. Talk all sorts of things. And when you come to church, too, you are in church and you flow freely. But the Bible said, if you are going to be hot, be hot. If you are going to be cold, be cold. If you are lukewarm, what will happen to you? You'll be spewed out. May every spirit of duality be bound in your life in the name of Jesus. That you take a stand for Jesus and say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Moses said, who is on the Lord's side? And today as your pastor, I'm asking you, who is on the Lord's side? Whose side are you on? For how long will you be torn between two opinions? Like the people of Israel were. If God is God, let him be God. For how long? You hear Christians who are attempting to justify homosexuality with logic. Are you serious? Are you really born again? May the Lord reignite the fire in your heart. May the Lord reignite the fire in your spirit. If you have lost your fire, may God reignite it today in the name of Jesus. And you see, this walk, it is warfare, whether you like it or not. Some of your struggles, eh? They are struggles with demons, I'm telling you. Some of the inconsistencies. God showed somebody a vision. And it was like he saw believers who were walking on all fours. It's like they were on your knees, walking like that. And there were demons sitting on their backs. Demons are sitting on people's backs. That's why when you decide to pray, wake up and pray. That is when the sleep even becomes nicer. That is when it's as if your room has become air-conditioned. Meanwhile, you are sweating like nobody's business. That is why you feel that laziness and that heaviness. But you see, a demon can only come and sit on your back. If there is no fire. Have you seen flies settling on hot food before? Flies will never settle on hot food. The food has to be cold or lukewarm. If devils can settle in your life and prevent you from worshipping God the way you are supposed to worship God, then it means you need some fire. And today, as you pray, you generate some fire. Whatever is sitting on your back and preventing you from worshipping God the way you are supposed to worship God. Whatever is sitting on your life and preventing you from enjoying the presence of God and being consistent in the things of the Spirit. You will generate so much heat that that thing's bottom will become uncomfortable and you will have no cause but to get up and live your life alone. 
This morning we are going to generate fire in this place. As you pray, just imagine yourself fanning some fire and the flame just getting bigger and bigger and bigger as you pray. Because that, 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 that was what I saw in the spirit. As you pray, when we get to the prayer, don't focus on anybody. It's like you are fanning a fire and as you are fanning the fire, the flame is becoming bigger, it's becoming hotter, it's becoming brighter, it's becoming larger and more magnificent. Winds can cause fire to quench as I close. If you want to kill candle fire, you use the wind and it's gone. So sometimes the storms of life can come to kill our fire. But you see, it is very interesting that it is wind too that causes fire to burn brighter. That is why they say you, you, you fan a flame. It is wind that you are generating. So when the wind comes, you decide what that wind is going to do in your life. People go through difficult situations and it takes them deeper in prayer. It takes them deeper in the word. You can go through a similar thing and decide that that will take you out of the word and take you out of prayer. It is a wind. I pray that any wind that is thrown at you will rather kindle the fire of your flame. Any wind that is thrown at you will rather cause your flame to burn brighter. And today we stand against any wind the enemy wants to send into your life that will prevent your fire from burning brightly. Today we mount a windbreak in the spirit and we declare that no wind shall quench your fire in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Stand to your feet as we enter a time of prayer. We are going to generate some fire. Can I have some intercessors behind me? We are going to generate some fire today. We are going to generate some fire today. Some zeal must come back. Some passion must come back. It may seem like a very simple prayer topic, but trust me, God will do a lot of things in the spirit as you pray this prayer. That difficulty in prayer will go away. That difficulty in worshiping will go away. That lack of passion to serve God will go away. Close your eyes. Lift up your right hand. And I want you to make this declaration with all the energy that you have with all the strength that you have make this declaration with all the passion you can master today because God is about to light a flame in your heart like never before that kind of flame that can make people decide they are going to be missionaries that kind of flame that can make people decide that they will forego their comforts of their world just to go to win the lost for Christ. And when you are praying, don't look at your left, go and look at your right. Just focus on God. Fan that fire, fan that flame. That flame is too weak. That flame is too down. 
that flame is becoming insignificant. But as you pray today, the Lord will send his angels to light a fire. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Let the mantle. Let the mantle. Of prayer. Of prayer. Fall. Fall. Upon me. Upon me. Say let the mantle. Let the mantle. Of prayer. Of prayer. Fall. Fall. Upon me. Upon me. We are praying this prayer now because for what we are going to do, you need a certain mantle of prayer. You need a certain freedom in your spirit. You need a certain nonchalance in your spirit because that fire must be rekindled in your life. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say today. Today. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Let the mantle. Let the mantle. Of prayer. Of prayer. Fall. Fall. Upon me. Upon me. Let the mantle. Let the mantle. Of prayer. Of prayer. Fall. Fall. Upon me. Upon me. Let the mantle. Let the mantle. Of prayer. Of prayer. Fall. Fall. Upon me, upon me, let the mantle, let the mantle, of prayer, prayer, fall, upon me, lift up your voice and invoke that mantle of prayer. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Don't look at who is on your left, don't look at who is on your right. Let the mantle of prayer. Come on, pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Chant in the Holy Ghost. Stir up your spirit. Don't get tired. You are fanning the flames. You are fanning it into flames. You are fanning your gifts into flames. Ah, pray until your ribs begin to hurt. Pray until you can feel a breakthrough in the spirit. Some of you, your tongues will begin to change. Some of you will enter another realm. Some of you are entering another level. I see it like a road. And we are halfway through. Continue to push. Because a certain river is about to break forth. A certain water is about to explode. A certain dam is about to break. Come on, stir it up. 
Stir up the fire. Stir up the passion. Stir up the gifting. Stir up the dormant abilities. Let the spirit of the warrior that is in you be awakened in the name of Jesus. Those that have lost the zeal to fight, those that have lost the zeal to pick up the sword again, today in the name of Jesus, the spirit of the warrior, the spirit of the overcomer, the spirit of the fighter is coming upon you in the name of Jesus, the Christ of Nazareth. We command dead visions, dead abilities, dead dreams to come back alive. Nauseous, watch. We are three quarters. We are three quarters way through. Come on, push. Come on, push. Come on, push. Come on, push. Concentrate and push. Something is about to break for. Something is about to break for. Something is about to break for. In your spirit. In your prayer life. In your ministry. Somebody dig deep. Somebody dig deep. Somebody dig deep. Somebody dig deep. La ta 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 ya. La ya garaba satapada. Anything that is sitting upon your life today, we are generating fire. We are generating fire. We generate fire in the spirit. Your prayer life will never be the same again. Your word study life will not be the same again. Passion is being ignited. Passion is welling up. Fire. Receive fire. Receive fire. Receive fire. Receive fire. In the name of Jesus. Receive fire. Just two more minutes. Push for another two minutes. Push for another two minutes. Somebody push from the time of John the Baptist until now. The kingdom of heaven suffered fallen, and the fallen shall take it by force. Generate fire. Generate fire. Generate fire. Generate fire. Lift up your two hands. Time to receive some fire from above. For your life, for your ministry, no matter where the level of your anointing is, you are living here tonight with a higher degree, a deeper depth. Oh, and I see an angel of the Lord in the building. 
lighting flames of fire say the Lord dead and dying prayer lives are coming back alive dead and dying dreams are coming back alive dead and dying visions are coming back alive yes Lord things you used to be passionate about. Yes, Lord. But now the passion is no longer there. The Lord is lighting a flame. He is lighting a flame in your spirit right now. In the name of Jesus. Some of you can literally feel the heat in your belly. Some of you can literally feel the warmth in your belly. Some of you can literally feel the warmth upon your head and around your neck. It is a fire of the Holy Ghost. Lift up your two hands. Take in a deep breath eight times. One, take it in. Two, take it in. Three, take it in. Four, take it in. Five, take it in. Six, take it in. Seven, take it in. Eight, take it in. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we command a kindling of the fire of the Spirit. Let the Spirit of God, let the fire of God, let the passion of God, let the seal of God be ignited in our spirits in the name of Jesus. Every heaviness that causes difficulty in prayer is lifting off this morning in the name of Jesus. Every heaviness that makes you inconsistent with the things of God is lifting off this morning in the name of Jesus. Anything that prevents you from walking in the giftings that God has placed in your spirit is lifting up this morning in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. 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 Say this morning, I receive heavenly fire into my spirit. Say I receive the fires from the altars of heaven in the name. Of Jesus. of Jesus. Say, Lord God, transform my life. Transform my ministry. Say, bring me to the place of knowing you as the God that answered by fire. Like you sent fire in the day of Elijah. Say, Lord God, send fire to consume me in the name of Jesus. Jesus, lift up your voice, begin to pray right now. <laughs> Stir it up, stir it up, stir it up, Lipacariata, stir it up, stir it up, stir it up, stir it up, Le 
organize the people I want everybody here you just come and dip your hand in this oil place it on your head and continue to pray everybody just come dip your hand in the oil let's do this quickly thank you Holy Spirit thank you Lord continue pray Continue praying. Place it upon your head. Begin to stare. Come on, pray. Thank you, Lord. And as you have placed your hand upon your head, 
as you have placed your hand and upon your head anything that is not of God sitting upon your life by this oil you are generating enough fire to evict any heaviness anything that makes you inconsistent with the things of God anything that makes prayer difficult anything that makes fasting difficult anything that makes holiness difficult by this oil you are evicting it in the name of Jesus Amen. lift up your voice continue to pray continue to pray by this oil it is lifted 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 Lift up your voice. Let there be a stirring. Come on, pray. Come on, pray. Lift up your voice. Pray. Pray. Come on, pray. Lift up prayer. Lift up prayer. Lift up prayer. Invoke the fire of personal revival. Anything that the period of COVID-19 has taken away from you, let there be a restoration in the name of Jesus. Any giftings that have gone dormant, let there be a restoration in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Rakala baba 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 ishakara Rakala baba baba yakata Come on pray Giftings that are dormant, let them come back alive. Abilities that have been lost, passions that have been lost, let them come back. In the name of Jesus, let them come back. We command the story. Rekele 
We trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! 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 Overflow!